0: Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe, dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe Blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and if you are, please give it a like and a review. You can also support the podcast at Patreon by going to patreon.com slash bairdo. That's B-A-I-R-D-O. Now it's Movember and that means we're talking about Mustaches. And what better way to talk about mustaches than to talk about the various men through Canadian history who have taken their mustache game to the next level. There have been many great mustaches, and these are only a few of the many. Lanny McDonald, He's a member of the Hockey Hall of Fame, and over the course of his 16-year career, he would score 500 goals and over 1,000 points. He would win the Stanley Cup and several awards over the course of his career. One thing he's known for is his large mustache that he has had most of his life. He had developed the mustache in 1974 in an effort to see what kind of beard he could grow in the offseason. At the time, the Toronto Maple Leafs did not allow players to have beards, so he settled on having a mustache. He would eventually let it grow into a walrus style after seeing the mustache of baseball player Sparky Lyle. His mustache would eventually become a symbol for the Calgary Flames with fans wearing fake red mustaches during playoff runs. Several razor manufacturers offered him money to shave it, but he never did. Sir Robert Borden Serving as Canada's eighth Prime Minister from 1911 to 1920, helping to lead Canada through the First World War, he would be the last Prime Minister to be knighted, the last to be born before Confederation, and the most recent person from Nova Scotia to serve as Prime Minister. He had a mustache for his entire adult life and the image of him with a moustache was featured on the Canada $100 bill for four decades. He also enjoyed having moustaches around him, apparently, as 13 of the 22 men in his cabinet all had moustaches. He was also the second last person to have a moustache and serve as Prime Minister. Louis Saint-Laurier would be the last in the 1950s. One interesting fact about Borden is that the stress of the First World War actually caused his moustache to go grey. Louis Rial. In his time, he was vilified by those in eastern Canada who saw him as a traitor for leading two rebellions in the Red River area. Today, he is not only seen as the father of Manitoba, but someone who fought to preserve Métis rights and culture in their homelands as the area came under Canadian influence. Today, he is seen as a folk hero for Francophones, Catholic nationalists, and First Nation activists. To date, Riel has received more attention from scholars than any other person in Canadian history. Every picture of Riel also shows him with an excellent mustache that covered the entire top part of his lip and extended out beyond the edges of the mouth.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch.
0: Jack Layton. These days a politician with a mustache is sort of a rare thing to see. One politician who wore his mustache proudly though was Jack Layton, who was the leader of the New Democrat Party from 2003 to 2011. In addition, he also served on Toronto City Council beginning in 1982 and served throughout the 1980s and into the 1990s. Layton's mustache would eventually become an iconic symbol and mourners drew mustaches on the sidewalks around Nathan Phillips Square when he died. Following his death in 2011, his mustache would be used as a symbol of Movember in an effort to raise money for men's health. In 2011, during a campaign stop on April Fools, reporters even wore paper mustaches when asking Jack Layton questions, which showed just how much part of his brand that mustache had become. Chris Hadfield Inspired to become an astronaut after seeing the moon landing, Chris Hadfield would work his way through the Royal Canadian Air Cadets to the Canadian Armed Forces. eventually to the canadian space agency in 1992. he would eventually become the first canadian to walk in space and serve as the commander of the international space station in addition he took part in two missions on the space shuttle in regards to his mustache hadfield grew it when he was 18 on a train to turkey he decided that he was a man and that he should have a mustache and the only time he has ever shaved it in his adult life was when he was in test pilot school daniel duncan mckenzie pretty unknown these days Mackenzie was born in 1859 and was first elected to the House of Commons in 1904. He would be re-elected in 1908, 1911, 1917, and 1921. After the death of Sir Wilfrid Laurier, he would take over as interim leader of the Liberal Party and become leader of the opposition. In 1923, he resigned his seat and went back to his job as a judge. In addition, he had an excellent, nearly walrus moustache that was similar to that of Lanny MacDonald, if slightly less impressive. David Suzuki. Another great mustache which comes as a part of a goatee is courtesy of David Suzuki. Suzuki, who was a professor of genetics at the University of British Columbia from 1963 to 2001, and the host of The Nature of Things since the mid-1970s, has had a mustache most of his life, and it has become part of his internationally known image. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Canadian History X, and if you did, please give a like and review. You can reach me through my email at c-r-w-b-a-i-r-d at gmail.com, and you can find hundreds of articles on Canadian history on my website at canadax.blogspot.ca.